Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. Due to recent events, these episodes are no longer on theatrical releases, but rather older films. However, just like all of our other clips, it may contain major spoilers about the film, so you have officially been warned. And if you want to check out the full episode, head over to patreon.com horrorqueers and we'll pop right up. Without further ado, here's your exclusive Patreon clip. That's kind of the thing, right? Like, this movie does feel like a uh, audition reel for The Conjuring. And your mileage may vary on which franchise you prefer, if you like either one at all. But you can tell that, that Juan has built a very steady stream of scare tactics. And I think in, honestly, both of these franchises, they're either going to work for you or they're not. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think, a lot of people who probably prefer his work on Saw. Like, if you like gore, you're going to go for that. And if you prefer jump scares or ghosts, then you're going to go Insidious or The Conjuring. But I do get the impression that there is a divide. Like, people are either more Team Conjuring or more Team Insidious. I do feel like a lot more people fall into The Conjuring. You know, I feel like more people are in The Conjuring, but because when the sequels for, I'm sorry, the sequel and two prequels to Insidious came out, I think people were getting fatigue, and that was kind of when The Conjuring was ramping up. But now The Conjuring's kind of in that same boat. Like, Mm -hmm. both of these franchises are dead horses that have been beaten beyond recognition. Uh, hmm. I agree with you in principle about the content of The Conjuring Expanded Universe, but I think that those things Mm -hmm. remain... I mean, if they're beating that horse, it's because it's still shitting out money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, honestly, for me, I'm still pissed that we don't have an actual, like, sequel to Insidious Chapter 2, which... It is surprising. (laughs) I know, right? Well, okay, sorry. Shameless plug, A, y'all, we did write about Insidious Chapter 2 because that film does recontextualize the villain, um, the Bride in Black, probably for the worse, Mm -hmm. uh, I think is what our agreement was. (laughs) It was, yes. I actually just went back and reread the article. It was our second ever, Trace. It's kind of bizarre to me. And I I think I made us do that one because you hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, you should totally see this. Also, it's got a cross-dressing killer that no one asked for. Correct. And I was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck are you talking about? And then we watched the movie and I was like, oh, wow. Ick. Do you remember for that, when we wrote that article, do you remember if you watched both of them back to back? Or if you just watched the second one and went off your memory of the first one? I definitely watched the first one, although I have no memory of it. Because when I was doing the rewatch for this recording, my mm-hmm. memory was just filled with gaps. Like, wait, what? I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so weird. I feel like the films make me enter a bit of a fugue state sometimes. I can understand that. It's such a weird thing for me. Like, I do agree that Chapter 2 is a much weaker film than Part 1. The film works better if you watch it, like, paired with 1. But that makes yes. 1 look worse in comparison to... So it's like, okay, well, do you want to hold one higher or two higher? And if so, okay, then that's how you'd have to decide, like, how you want to watch them. (laughs) It's such a weird relationship. But but I think you're on on something there, though, with Saw, because I think one of the reasons Juan took this movie, or uh, took this movie, why he helped create this movie with Lee Whannell, is because people were, like, just associating him with Saw. They were like, oh, he's the gore guy. He's that torture porn guy. And he was like, fine, you fuckers think I can't do anything else? I'm going to show you something else. And that's how Insidious came. Well, it's how Dead Silence came around. (laughs) Which we've also written about. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're just going through all of Juan's filmography. 
This is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, had the original release date worked out, we would have actually been doing a audio commentary for Saw 2 this month because we would have been tying it in with Spiral. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. So everyone, spoiler alert for next May. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> We're yes. We're going to because... get an audio commentary. <laughs> I just, <laughs> hopefully, I unless it. COVID keeps going on. A fucking year. A fucking year, man. A year. A year. I mean, I, I know this is a tangent, but still. Okay, both of us were like, why not just do it in the fall? But I think that they are so scared. Every horror film seems to be so scared to go up against Halloween kills. Yeah. And I guess I get it, but I also feel like because the public opinion of Halloween 2018 has kind of lowered in like since its release less than two years ago, like... I know, but that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, hopefully the marketing's good, and it hopefully it is good. I'm sorry, not just the marketing. But it's like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of wondering if it's not going to be that big of a box office hit. I think it'll do well, but it's not going to do as well as, like, the first one did, I feel like. Oh, absolutely not. No, that one had years of pent-up demand. And, yeah, I mean, I think this one will have a great marketing campaign. They maybe will have cracked the code. Like, I'm hoping that they listen to some of the complaints that people had about the way that women were treated and the divided narrative. We're not talking about Halloween, but all this to say, yeah, I do think, strangely enough, that the soft folks have actually misjudged. Also, right now, as of the recording of this particular podcast... There are no horror movies scheduled for November or December. And I recognize, you know, oh, you want to shoot your load in October. It's the big month. But at the same time, I'm frustrated. I do think it shows great enthusiasm in the quality of their product that they're willing to say, you know what, we're not going to let anything touch this. We're moving it so far ahead that we think we're going to like be on the other side of this pandemic. 